Why is transformation so different to therapy? And what is the formula to success? Well, in this podcast, I'm going to be talking to you about why every Disney movie that you've ever watched is actually the secret to your success. Welcome to the Talking Minds Podcast. Come join us as we chat about a whole host of mindset-related issues, giving you both the male and female perspective. Don't miss out on the exciting interviews we'll be conducting with some truly inspirational guests. My name is Marcus Matthews, and I'm a rapid transformational therapist whose quest is to transform people's minds to reach their own personal greatness. My name is Tracy Carroll. I'm a rapid transformational therapy practitioner and my mission is to end the stigma surrounding mental health issues and show people they no longer need to suffer in silence. begin. So hello everybody and welcome to the Talking Minds podcast. It has been an absolute age since we did um, a podcast. Um, Tracy isn't with me today. Um, We've both been super, super busy um, and I've taken some time out this week just to do a little bit of reflection, just to do a little bit of um, inner work because it's really important that when you are busy to take that time to reflect and and look at your journey and that's what i'm going to be talking about today i've been looking at with my clients at the successes what is it the thing that has has driven um my clients to have successes and more importantly the very few clients that i've had that have not they've stepped on that journey but i haven't quite got there and what is that secret formula what is the secret formula to success well, if anybody is a fan of The Simpsons, they'll know that The Simpsons is amazing. It seems to predict everything. And the more and more that I've, I've always loved movies and the more and more I look at movies, the psychology and the storytelling within movies is something that we've done for millennia. Stories are the way that we've passed messages onto each other. I love Lisa Nichols. She's an amazing storyteller. And it's all about storytellers and how is it that great storytellers can can grab our attention? What is it that they're hooking onto? And actually, as I started to look at this, 
and I looked at people like the amazing Walt Disney. I looked at who are the amazing storytellers that have, have made that abundant life for themselves? Who are those amazing storytellers that stand out? And certainly somebody like Walt Disney um, certainly is somebody who has captured the hearts and minds of, of many of us, of children. And why, why did Walt Disney do that? Well, Walt Disney knew one thing. He knew that we're all secret dreamers. We all have that secret desire. We all have that thing that if we told somebody, they think we were crazy, they think we were mad. That thing that, you know, for normal people, that's not attainable. Um, for people, um, they may go, oh, well, I can't do that. I'm, that's not available to me. You know, only that type of person can do that. When in fact, you are that type of person. It's just that the person who's achieved the thing that you think is great, let's say Walt Disney, has learned some lessons. They've used an equation. So do you love to escape in a good film? What is that film? Why does that film, you know, whether it be a Disney film, whether it might be something else, what is it about movies? What is it about stories that, that brings us in? Well, as I say, I've been starting to look at the psychology of my clients and started to look at that and try to deconstruct um, and, and analyze and look at what works, what is the formula. Now, I certainly don't have the formula, um, but I'm working towards it. That's my dream. What is the, the secret formula to success? A lot of people will tell you, but one of the one of the greatest things that we do know, and I've been working with the amazing Regan Hillier on one of her courses um, if any of you don't know Regan Hillier, Regan Hillier is like a multi-billionaire. She, she's had multiple um, million dollar companies. She's under 30. I don't know if she's under 30 now, but she certainly made her mark well before that. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking into this with the amazing Regan Hillier. But the one thing I will know, and anybody who's uh, came to my summit earlier on this year, anybody who um, kind of is in my, my my circle will know that faith over fear, <laughs> Joanna Bullock, my coach, will say faith over fear is, is the way and it's moving into that. But how do you do it? Because we're looking for connection. We're looking for trust. So I always say to people when they say, oh, well, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. I always say go back to when you were a child because when you were a child, that's when you love to dream. What do you dream about? What is it that... You, you would love to do? What is that child within saying it would like to do? What is that part of you, that secret desire that's stowed away? That stowed away, that part of you that maybe when you were a child, you went, you know, I'm going to drop this off here. I've got to grow up, but I'm going to bury that away somewhere. So maybe one day I'll, I'll refind it again. You know, they say that your childhood is the best years of your life. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that phrase comes from the fact that when you were a child, the best years of your life, you had hopes, you had dreams. And as you started to have to conform to life, you, you know, things started to not be possible. Um, and we look back often on those, on the past with rose tinted glasses, um, both of the good and the bad times. We, we have a perception of view that, um, when at that time when we look back with the knowledge we have now maybe it was better maybe it was worse um and and until somebody reinvents the time machine the only real way in which we can time travel is in our minds you know both backwards and forwards um and we often 
We have to forget about the present. Um, but I wanted to, so as I looked at this, um, we had, when I was in the police, we have a model, and there's lots of these models that are circular. The national decision model it was. I'm not going to go through it. I'm not going to bore you. But there's lots of these models that are circular models. They're processes. And nature works in patterns. We, we often look for the complexity in things. And this is why I love rapid transformational therapy. Because it takes what we're told is very, very complex and simplifies it. But there's a reason why circles are infinite. There's, the circle may be infinite, but if, if we look at time, and let's just look at a clock, which is what we would use to measure time. The clock goes through a circular motion. And in fact, it only goes through a circular motion from 12 to 12 once a day, but we've actually changed that because it, it defines daytime and nighttime, so 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, but it does that twice. So as those hands sweep through time and those 12 hours the night, um, day and night, um, all we do is we change the meaning to that. That's all we do. We just change the meaning to what that means. And we do that within our lives as well. But actually, if you take our lives and maybe you're stuck or maybe you're fearful of moving forward and imagine that that clock that your life as it was the things that you knew were a clock and all of a sudden the things that you knew stopped it's as if time stopped you couldn't go forward you couldn't go backwards you were just stuck you'd have to make a choice maybe you'd buy a new clock but let's say there were no clocks You'd have to find a different way to find the answers to make sure you knew that life was moving forward, that the circle of life was continuing. So you'd maybe go back to what our forefathers did. You know, you'd you'd see the essence of the fact that the day is a rotation. It's a, it's it's the earth spinning on its axis through 24 hours. So you'd know that what day and night was, what the next day was, and you, and you may mark that off in a different way. And you know that the seasons will come as the earth spins on its axis. It changes its pitch and point as it goes around the sun. And again, it's circular in motion. It's infinite. Time is infinite. But we try to stop time. We try to push against time. When something goes wrong, instead of doing it differently, we continue to try and do it the same way. And this is part of really the, the, the story and the journey that Walt Disney talks about. So you see, there are only actually two constants in life. And um, I mention this a lot, and I think I've mentioned it before. The amazing Jay Shetty talks about this when he first becomes a monk. And he speaks to a 10-year-old monk who I think he's teaching some new monks, three, four-year-old monks. And he says, what's the first thing you learn in monk school? And he says, the first thing we learn in monk school is to breathe. Jay Shetty says, oh, that's strange. When I went to school, we learned our ABCs. We learned math. We learned whatever it was. And, and the young monk at 10 says to Jay Shetty, but the only constant in life is the breath. When we are born, we breathe. And when we die, we stop breathing. So even then, when we stop breathing, our physical bodies will die, but the energy has to go somewhere. We're not confined to the physical. 
And very much we, we live our lives in the physical. We live our lives according to things. But everything that happens, every change comes from a birth in new ideas, in new concepts of thinking. But we are so stuck as human beings in saying, I've learned this as a child because education is different to transformation. And, and again, the amazing Bishop Lacani talks about this. He talks about it in, in his book, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. He talks about it in his new book, The Buddha and the Badass. And our education systems are absolutely screwed because they're not about transformation. They're very linear. They're very linear. Education is about deconstructing experience to create a formula for people to follow. But we're all different. We're all on different journeys. So that may work for some, but it won't work for anywhere. And this is where transformation is different. This is where transformation is, is absolutely different. And if you watch any good movie, if you watch any Disney movie, it is all about birth, rebirth, death, destruction. You know, and they are they are the infinite laws of the universe. It doesn't matter whether you believe that or not. It is an absolute fact. We see it. People die. People are born every single day and the world continues to go on. And when you actually analyze the time that you have on this earth and the billions and billions of years that our universe has been around, you know, we're, we're not even a speck on that. And we, we ha hold ourselves in such high esteem that we must achieve these lofty things. But for who? Is it for us? Or is it for somebody else? So I just want to look at therapy and transformation and try and link this into the whole Disney concept for you of how you can manifest and make your dreams come true and how that journey starts. Now, according to the Collins English Dictionary online, Therapy is the treatment of someone with mental or physical illness without the use of drugs or operations. Now let's start, I'm going to, I'm going to repeat that again. So therapy, I've got a problem. I'm going to go to a therapist and the definition is the treatment of someone with mental or physical illness without the use of drugs or operations. Oh my God, that sounds barbaric, doesn't it? You know, when you say, I've got a mental illness, I've got a physical illness, I need to take drugs, I need to do something about it, I'm a failure. And this is the reason why people don't go to therapy, because that's the definition of it. And this is why I wanted to just really draw a line, you know, in the sand here about what therapy is. Therapy is what something someone does. It is a title. It is not what you do. It is what somebody else does to help you. And often they will give you um, scripts. They will give you processes to follow. And this is why transformation is different. This is why what I do within transformation is, is different. So any therapist can only give you a version of their experience, be that their life, be that their education. It is only their viewpoint. And for you to transform, for you to change, for you to make that shift, that rebirth, you need to transform. You do need to change. And that's what every Disney film will tell you. It's all about transformation. It's all about it's finding that thing. It's about going through your own experience. And again, the Collins Dictionary calls transformation. It's actually got more meaning. So it says um, a change or alteration, especially a radical one. Uh, you know, how many people have to go through transformation before it, it, it's something that's life changing? You know, maybe you've got that person who is 
really, really obese, clinically obese, you know, they might die. They're on the verge of death before they go, I need to transform. It was the same with myself, on the verge of suicide before I went, enough is enough, I need to transform. You know, how many people are on the verge of alcoholism? You know, the amazing George Best. How much talent did that guy have as a footballer but didn't want to choose to transform? You know, he had all the talent, he had all the money, he had all the women, he had everything, but he didn't choose to transform. And we lost an amazing human being. Again, the act of transforming or the state of being transformed in mathematics is a change of position or direction or the reference axis in a coordinated system without any alteration in their relative angle. You know, that's physics, that's the world. I talked about that before, the world spinning on its axis. You know, an equivalent change in an expression or equation resulting from the substitution of one set of variables by another. In physics, a change in the autonomic nucleus to a different nuclide as the result of an emission or either an alpha particle or beta particle. That may mean nothing to you, but even if we look at the world, if we look at the universe, it is transforming, it is developing. It needs to, to survive, it needs to, it can't continue on the same path. This is why we have different weather systems. This is why, you know, we have that, you know, the, the laws of physics, you know, transformation is physics whether that be quantum or otherwise, it is physics. Transformation is the absolute science of the universe. So if you want to get past that point, you don't want to be deconstructing or using methods that are somebody else's. You need to find out what you need to transform. And that's what the Disney story is all about. Transformation is about going inside and finding out what it is so see therapy is a short linear process it's a quick fix but it often isn't a fix at all it may be just a lesson it may be just a short lesson where transformation is so much bigger it's so much more all-encompassing and that's why i love transformation that's the reason i love helping people transform seeing those amazing shifts from going from impossible to i am possible but a therapist doesn't help you transform well, they do, but a therapist, a coach, a mentor leads you to the possibility of change and shows you a variety of paths. It shows you your truth. They show you and challenge you to challenge yourself. And this is why, going back to my original statement at the beginning about failure and success of clients, if you go to a therapist because they've got the answer, well, you're starting from the wrong place. A bad therapist is still good because you find out they're not for you. But that doesn't mean you should stop. You shouldn't give up. What you've actually done by failing is by ticking something off that didn't serve you. The problem is, is if you continue doing the same thing and still get the same results because you believe that's the way you should do it because that's the way somebody else did it. This is where you need to transform. If I look at my own story, I joined organisations, the army, the police, because of the sense of justice, standing up for the little guy, it was bigger than me, 
you know, that inner child wants to grow. It wants to have some purpose. And every Disney story is about that. It's about something that's bigger. It's about awakening those secret dreams, those desires, the child, like the dreamer, that shared dream, something bigger, something better, to have that life mission, to move towards something bigger than ourselves. And often, as children, we have that. This is why we love Disney movies. This is why we love movies, because it reinvigorates, reactivates that possibility we had as a child, often in the adult within us. It allows us to go into that dreamlike state, that alpha state of possibility. It allows us to do that when outwardly we're being told that's not possible, that's you're not good enough, that isn't available to you. And why? Because like every Disney character, every baddie in every Disney character, they'll do every underhanded thing they can to keep that person small, to stop them to grow in. So where did it all go wrong? Well, the dream and the reality are often different. So we look to organizations, we look outwardly to go, I see what they have. You know, at the moment on Facebook, there are so many coaches, there are so many therapists that are going, I can get you to your 10K month. Look at my theory, look at my way of doing things. I can do this, I can do that, and I'm sure they can, it's great. But what is it they're selling you? They're selling you a method, they're selling you a product. One of the biggest things, biggest realizations for me with rapid transformational therapy was when I changed it and said, this is just a tool. This is just a tool that I'm gonna use with my experience to help transform people's lives. It is absolutely powerful, it's absolutely amazing, but every therapist will use that tool in a slightly different way. You know, I saw as a child infinite possibilities and as I grew up, those infinite possibilities were drowned out by the voices of others who said, you can't do that. You know, people, I had that burning fire, that roaring flame inside me and so many people were throwing water on it. And why? Because their fires had been put out and they were saying, well, you can't burn, you can't shine brightly because I can't. And that's often what I say to people is that when you find out that you're absolutely good enough, and you understand why you feel the way you do, you start to see the reflection of other people. You start to see their inner child playing out. But they're not willing to go on that hero's journey. They're not willing to be vulnerable. You know, I would, my belief is that everybody could live in peace and freedom, you know, and I've always stood up for that dream in whatever way that was, whether it was picking up the kid who's been bullied at school or whether it was, you know, doing what I was doing as a police officer. Even now, I, you know, that is still my dream. I help maybe people like you that listen to this podcast that have a dream, that want transformation, that want to change, you know, and I'm so passionate about helping those people. And that's why I do what I do now because their clock had stopped, their cycle of life had stopped because they've been told go to school, do well, get a job, get a good pension and then die. That is not life. That's a linear process. You know, nobody wants to live by spreadsheet. Okay, some finance people might want to. But again, that brings me back to that. You know, nobody at school, I'm sure nobody at school went, when I'm older, I want to be a HR consultant. When I'm older, I want to be the head of finance. I want to work for Deloitte's. 
when I'm older, I want to wear a suit and work 80 hours and work in the city. Bullshit. Nobody wanted that. When you were younger, you wanted to be an astronaut, a ballerina, a princess. You wanted to be a famous footballer. You wanted to do something that was massive, was huge. And many of us try that and we often fail and we give up. That's why, you know, the 1% of the 1% of the 1% only often get there, but we never see the hardship and struggle that they go through. So when you look at nature, when you look at the universe, it plays full out. Yes, there's resistance. Yes, there's chaos. Yes, things go wrong. But it then goes again. The circle of death, destruction plays out. And as we watch our movies, just watch a Disney movie and just watch that that dance of death, destruction, rebirth happen within all the characters. Even the baddies. Because we spend our lives looking for something outwardly. We're looking for that perfection in the future. We're in a race that we are never going to win. And a lot of our heroes are in that. They're looking for the glory. They're, they're looking for that thing. And often, many of our heroes need to have that near-death experience before we have that awakening, before we get to that significant point where we have two choices really in life to conform with the tribe or rebel and be reborn. You see, to conform is easy. We, we have a set of rules. We can stay there. It keeps us safe. It keeps us connected. But often we feel unfulfilled. We, we, we still have a yearning inside. Um, and we just see that it's impossible that we can't break free because that part of our subconscious mind that loves the familiar is saying, stay where you are. You know, don't kill me. Um, I often say this, that when I went through my own struggles when I was on the verge of suicide and as a police officer... Um, you know, unfortunately, I've seen the other side of suicide. I've spoken to the relatives of people who, who've died. And I am absolutely convinced that the thoughts of suicide are nothing but any other feeling in our body. It is an alarm signal. It's a warning. You know, happiness is there to say, this is good. Sadness is there to say, oh, this is not so good. Maybe we need to change. But often we bury sadness down. Often we bury a happiness down. You know, I, from the age of five, wanted to be cop. I wanted to be that hero. I wanted to serve. You know, I wanted to do that thing that was bigger than me. But I had to give away. I had to kill the thing I loved to allow me to move forward, to manifest and to go on to the next thing. And I'm going through that rebirth, that pain again. And we've got to accept that there is going to be some sort of pain. But as soon as we accept it, as soon as we make it as a choice of... I don't like this and actually I'm willing I'm willing for it not to work I'm willing to go on this journey I'm willing for it to fail I'm prepared for it to fail I don't want it to fail I'm gonna give it my all but if it doesn't work out I'm not a failure I've just learned a lesson the amount of marketing people that I've spent money with who have been terrible and gotten me nothing nothing at all but they've led me to somebody that I'm working with now. And I'm sure that that will happen in the future. The more you fail, the more you succeed. So I decided personally to risk everything, everything that I'd dreamed of since the age of five. 
to go back to my life goal rather than my means goal. Not to be rich and successful, to have the gold glory girls we're all told are the markers for success, but to feel at peace, to feel fully present and content with who I am. And I'm still on that journey. And, and, and I'm sure many of you are as well. And I'm looking for those people who share that desire to come on that journey with me. Because those people you take with you may only be a season. The therapist that you go to, the coach you go to may be there for a season. They may be there to protect you through winter. They may be there to give you that ray of hope. And then spring arrives. Because life is a season, it's circular. So those people you take with you might stay with you and they might go and it's okay. You know, that relationship that was so abusive that you can't let go of because society says you must stay with that person. You don't need to. It's a season. And by letting go of the pain, you're allowing yourself to be reborn into a better future. So a coach, a therapist, a mentor, a teacher, these are all in the Disney movies. You know, every Disney character, every hero has a coach, a therapist, a mentor, because they are simply the custodians of knowledge that may or may not have the answers that you're looking for. But from every bad experience, it's just one more lesson. But let's have a look at this. Like every good Disney film, 80%, 80% will be about the struggles of the bad lesson, not listening to the coach, saying, I know better. Until eventually, the gold will start to appear. The thing is that many want a quick fix. And as in many Disney movies, the quick fix doesn't work. The only way you get to the quick fix is by finding, trusting and evaluating the journey of someone else who's gone before you. You know, our mind has the answers. It gives us clues every day. However, you, if you disagree or agree with that, if you use logic, all you are doing is you're deconstructing somebody else's thought patterns and you need to deconstruct your own thought patterns. Often transformation only starts after a lot of pain. And the only way we stop that pain is by getting somebody to help us, but often we're on our knees before we do that. So let's look at this in reality. Well, reality in regards to a Disney movie anyway. Um, and as I've already spoken about, this formula for change is driven often by a secret desire that we don't want anybody to know about. Um, and either a focused choice or a, a forced choice which drive us to kill off the old, to be re reborn. Um, in many a Disney film can be like Cinderella where she has always been at the bottom of the pile or in case of Lightning McQueen in the, in, in the, in the brilliant animation cars, you know, a successful racing car who finally felt self stuck in a situation that was unfamiliar. Um, and first comes the pain, you know, when, when lightning's in radiator springs and he's having to pull, um, the tarmac machine and he tries to do it quickly and it's a mess. And it was only when he actually does it properly that he starts to find the team that comes around him that will propel him to his success. Because pain or or lack is the is is, is the equalizer. We we may even call this the death of our greater self, our ego. 
when pain comes, it's given us a message. It's given us a warning sign that we need to change. We need to transform. So when we often stay in pain, when we choose to stay there, you know, this is the reason why we can't move forward because we need to take, we need to choose faith over fear. Just take Nemo, you know, Finding Nemo, the amazing film, Finding Nemo. You know, Nemo's dad, Marlin, you know, they have the eggs before Nemo's born and then, you know, they lose all the eggs and Nemo's the only one to survive and Nemo survives, but he's got a broken fin. You know, he's, he's certainly different. He's not what they expected. You know, he was led to believe that he couldn't go on adventures. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't go into the big o ocean. Marlin and his dad protected him for all the amazing right reasons, but it didn't allow him to grow and he became frustrated. Nemo knew as a young fish that he had greatness inside him, but his dad, for the right reasons, kept him small. Nemo had a secret desire to explore, to explore the bigger ocean, to go out into the ocean. And he was a rebel and he broke the rules and that ended up in him being captured. You know, that decision nearly killed him. But at that point, Marlin had to make that decision, desperate to get his boy back, desperate to get his son back. He had to do the thing that he'd been telling Nemo he couldn't do, go back out into the big ocean, go out into the big blue. You know, and along, along the road, he found the sharks. And you will find sharks in life. You know, he met Dory, who he believed was stupid, forgetful and couldn't help. But actually, Dory had a gift. She understood whale. And once he started to trust that she had a talent, even though she was different to him, he had a talent. Their trust and friendship grew until eventually they did find Nemo. You know, the adventure in Latin, adventure is adventum, which means to come or arrive. So actually, we often use the term adventure as the start of a journey. Well, at the start of a journey, when actually adventure is about arrival. Which is which is quite interesting when we say we're going on an adventure, because really what we're doing is we're we're going into the unknown so that we can be reborn so we can arrive. We go on an adventure to seek something to arrive to understand. But often we see this as physical when Often the start of any adventure starts with a thought to achieve something much bigger than ourselves. A thought. You know, all Disney movies are about adventure. It's about people finding themselves. And yet in reality, you know, although we love an adventure, the fear of stepping into the unknown is what keeps us small. And this is why we love movies. This is why we love Disney, you know, because it allows us to go on those adventures without doing it ourselves. But if you look at, you know, anybody in the armed forces will tell you that the adventures that you get while serving, you can't recreate. You can't recreate because they are unique, you know. For those of who, who step through fear and start that journey, do so based on belief, faith, instinct, not logic. We may have an idea of what we're going to do, but often, you know, Logic only gets us so far. Logic never created great ideas. Logic is actually the deconstruction of great ideas after the event. It's after the adventures happened, after we've put faith over fear and we reflect. That is where logic comes from. That's why you don't know what you don't know. 
So you'll never really live your greatness. You'll never be that Disney hero because if you're using logic, you're simply referring to someone else's perception of a journey and of a past event. But that's not you. You know, try walking around whilst looking behind you. Eventually you'll hit something and you'll hurt yourself. And soon you'll learn to focus on what is important to actually face the right direction. You know, that choice will often start with, I don't know what I'm doing or how to do it. But often we miss the obvious. Why do I need to change? Why will this work? You know, if you look at therapy, you know, CBT, why why are you choosing CBT? Well, it's because that's what you've been told you need to do. And this is how you do it. You go to your doctor. But why? Ask yourself why. Why aren't you choosing a different path? Why aren't you looking at different choices? Everything starts with why. When you're stuck, never ask what will I do or how can I fix this? But why am I doing it anyway? Why am I going on that journey? And every Disney story has an underlying why. It's not a what, it's not a how. Um, I recently read Vishen Lakhani's book, um, The the Buddha and the Badass. Um, and that was following his amazing book, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. And he talks a lot about when people say about affirmations. And this was a real eye opener for me is that if anybody knows about affirmations, you know, we'll often say it's about being, it's about manifesting in your mind something in the future. So I am abundant. I am rich. I am getting that £20,000. And often the, the thought doesn't match the feeling. And he said about just changing that to why am I so abundant? Why am I so rich? And the difference with that is, is that why opens up infinite possibilities. When you ask why, when you delve into why am I abundant? Why am I rich? Not why am I not? Why am I? And you start to focus on the positives that you have now presently. You start to recognise the patterns that are going to build that abundance, that are going to build the things that you need. So all Disney films have a hero. They all have a guide. They all have a person to help them to find that why, to understand that why. And that's what I do as a therapist. I help people find the why to the fears that they connect to their stories. You know, Aladdin had the genie, you know. You know, the genie had been around for thousands and thousands of years. He had that knowledge. Lightning McQueen had Doc Hudson, the old racing car, who'd been on the journey. Marlin... Um, in Nemo, in Finding Nemo, had Crush, the turtle, you know, 150-year-old turtle who guided him on the EAC, the East Australian Current, dude, to get him to Sydney. Now, let's think about that. Marlin could have not met Crush. He could have not met the turtles. He wouldn't have known about the superhighway, the EAC, that would have got him to Sydney quicker. And that's often when, when, when we talk about getting help, mentors or whatever, is you absolutely can swim in the ocean for thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of miles. And it'll take you years and years and years to come to the same conclusions that somebody like Crush or someone like myself had already got to. Crush was just saying, ah, you want to get there. Don't go that way. Think about this way. Why is it you want to get there? Why do you want to get there quicker? 
why will this work better? And what you have is choice. And when you have choice, you have power. You know, Cinderella had the fairy godmother. And you may say, well, the fairy godmother had magic. You know, the fairy godmother had, had magic. But there's magic everywhere. There's energy everywhere. All these guides, mentors, whatever they are, had one thing in common. They'd found the power in their magic, in their faith, in their experience, in their understanding of the circle of death, pain, rebirth. Often the hero would rebel against the teacher in these movies, you know, tempted by the quick fixes, the quick and easy option, what everybody else was saying to do. But eventually broken, battered and bruised, they reach that sweet spot that the revelation the moment the universe starts to reveal its secrets the clues the moment that their eyes are opened but before they can be reborn there's one final act and that's the death the death of a thought the death of a feeling you must choose to take that part of you that's been holding you back like an anchor the lie the story the feeling you attach to that story about not being good enough, being different, not being abundant, that it's not available to you. You need to kill it. You need to kill that thought. And you can't do that without an option. And that's what those guides in those films do. You know, Cinderella is the greatest transformation story, which has been respun in the film Shrek. You know, when Fiona, you know, the daughter of the king, eventually found her true love, Shrek, you know, true love's form was not the prince and the princess, but it was the ogre. You know, when the spell would, was finally banished um, from Fiona, she didn't turn back into a princess. She stayed as an ogre. She'd been brought up to follow the crowd, to conform to that pretty stereotype. It was a falseness because once she transformed and accepted who she was, that she didn't have to follow the path of those that had gone before her. She created her own army and in Shrek 3, she would go on to understand why that story played out. You know, um, it was only when she went inside and discovered who she was and not who she was supposed to be for others did she find freedom. And she lost Shrek and then she got him back again. And after that, again, that transformation, you know, she went through that atonement of, taking the actions and the amends and the wrong and the injury. You know, she could shed her old self and start afresh without worry of others. And all of a sudden in Shrek 3, you know, there's an abundance of ogres and those that had followed and conformed had been hundwinked by Rumpelstiltskin who'd taken over, who'd tricked everybody in far, far away. And keeping with her faith, keeping with her true self, you know, they were able to overcome Rumpelstiltskin and balance was once restored. Peace was once more came to far, far away and a new journey, a new adventure started. So you can see there are clues there. Disney films, there are stories which are the ingredient of emotions, lessons, death and rebirth. Walt Disney was a genius because he knew the secret. He knew that faith, desire purpose choosing to step forward and do something that may seem difficult was with the right team the things that dreams are made of i'm sure when walt disney first had that dream you know he probably wouldn't have realized that in 2020 
Disney employs now over 62,000 people. But that dream started with one man's vision. And it was little steps, little failures, little successes that led to the global empire of Disney, that led to those amazing movies that we watch, that led to the transformation of animation. And we look at that again, we talk about transformation where they were hand drawing painlessly all of those cartoons and now they do it with computers. We have 3D animations. So even if we take Disney, Disney is, is still transforming. It's still taking what Walt Disney, when he started that seed, that idea, that passion, is still transforming now and will do for millennia to come. Now, you may not want to be the next Walt Disney, but I'm pretty sure you've got a dream. I'm pretty sure you've got a secret desire. I'm pretty sure that if you are in pain, if there's something stopping you and you don't know what it is, that you're listening to all of the people that are not living their dream. So a little bit like all of those guides that helped our heroes be successful. Who's helping you kill those negative thoughts which connect you to the stories that you tell yourself every day so you can transform that dream into your reality? You see, stories, dreams are actually our true realities. And they are absolutely ours to manifest. The only thing you need to do is make a decision and make a choice. And know that you'll fail a lot. Walt Disney failed a lot. There aren't many great people in this world that didn't get rejected, didn't get told that's a rubbish idea. I can pretty much guarantee you there isn't a story out there where somebody's been absolutely successful and they have never failed. I will tell you now, they have probably failed more than they've succeeded. They have probably knocked on so many doors, but all it took was one door to open. But that door will never open unless you start that journey of transformation. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and I hope that you can really start to understand that there is a big difference between therapy and transformation and all of the answers are locked deep deep inside and all you need to do is wave that magic wand and just answer that question if I had a magic wand what is your secret desire? And what would life look like afterwards? Have an amazing day, evening, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And hopefully it won't be too long until the next one. But until then, have an amazing time, everybody. Go out there, live your dreams, 
and make your life count. If you enjoyed today's podcast, why don't you come and join us at facebook.com forward slash talking underscore minds. And don't forget to give us a little like. Thanks very much for listening. See you soon. enjoyed this podcast and wanted to find out more about how you can transform your life then why not pop over to my website which is makeyourlifecount.co.uk you can even join my facebook group which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash finding your power because we all have to start on our journey to greatness somewhere see you all soon